You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. We've got a lot of changes going on this week. We have the sun going into Pisces, and we have that Saturn square Uranus situation going on. And on top of that, Mercury is going direct. So we have a bunch going on this week. We have a lot of change that's going to be going on in the air, especially with the sun going into Pisces, especially with Mercury finally going direct after being in shadow since the 14th of January and being in retrograde since the 30th. So we've had this Mercury retrograde season going on for a bit and now Mercury will be going direct. So at least we'll be getting some clarity as we start going forward during the shadow period, the shadow direct period. And with all these transformative vibes going on, we have a lot of relationship stuff coming up yet again through this week here. There's a bunch of Venus aspects going on and Venus is going to make a square with Mars. So we've got some stuff to fix within our relationships. And so it should be an interesting week. And looking at some of these vibes on the graph, this week just seems like it has its peaks and valleys when it comes down to some of the vibes. The beginning of the week, it may seem somewhat mellow, but at the same time, there's a lot of just mental energy going on here. We've got some mental energy going up and down on the graph here. And I say mental energy because, again, it's one of those hard concentration weeks. It's one of those weeks where you're taking a step back and really thinking about where it is that you're headed with, especially with the relationship stuff, especially with career stuff, job stuff, where your life is going, personal stuff. There's a lot of that that's going on here. It's the kind of week where you might be in your head a lot. And not even in the way of needing space, but in a way of just maybe just just being with your thoughts and maybe a little bit of disassociation at times here. But this week is interesting for that. But there is a ton of romantic energy in the air. There is social energy. There is a lot of communication energy that's going on here with all the Venus stuff and Mars stuff and just even more Venus aspects that are going on. So the romance is high in the air, like flirtation and just connecting with other people, even with some of the harder transits it's with Venus, it is going to feel like you need to connect with people. So it's an interesting week. Again, there is a social vibe. There is a hangout vibe. There is some psychic energy in the air as well. So don't at all be surprised if you're having weird dreams or prophetic dreams or situations where it just feels like you might be having a little bit of deja vu or, or you're just picking up on other people easily. So it's a very interesting week. Let's look at these next bunch of days and see what we can expect. On the 15th, Venus is making a semi-sextile with Neptune. So the great thing with this is it's amazing energy for just being creative and getting in touch with your creative side, getting in touch with your artistic side. So there is going to be a need to do something artsy. And, you know, even if it's not something like painting or drawing or sketching or anything like that, it can be just wanting to change things up with your style. It could be just looking at how you can just revamp things or just decorate and things like that. It's just a very creative sort of vibe. It's perfect energy for just listening to music and just vegging out and just relaxing or just even being daydreamy. The only thing with this aspect is relationship-wise, it does bring up situations where there might have been just some deception within a relationship. It can bring to your attention where you might have been clouded in terms of your judgment which is not a bad thing because it's bringing it to your attention so you can fix it. So at least there's that. And it just brings up just shadowy side stuff about relationships.
relationships where, you know, you can be easily influenced by people. You can be easily influenced by, you know, partners or even like close relationships and things like that. And also too, it can make you a little unrealistic when it comes to love. It could cause you to want a relationship that just is not possible. And, and by that, just on the level of a rom-com and things of that nature, it's just very unrealistic energy. And this is where I say it's amazing for just being in touch with your creative side. Other than that, it can be kind of an energy that just is uncomfortable. And just, again, it makes you a little bit more susceptible to just shady situations, but it is coming up to bring to your attention that these things need to be fixed within your life. That next day, we've got a bunch going on. We have Mars making a semi-square with Chiron, and we have that Saturn square Uranus situation going on. So with Mars making the semi-square with Chiron, this is one of those things that's going to come up because it's an area of your life that you need to address in terms of just aggression, in terms of anger and temperament issues and things like that. And with Chiron aspects, it could be e either side of the coin, meaning basically it can bring up situations where you don't deal with your anger and you don't deal with your temper, or you don't deal with even just asserting yourself and things like that. Or it could be where you just need to chill out and you need to work on those anger issues, you know, where you're showing too much aggression and just overly, overly dominant when it comes to others and pushy and kind of a bully. So it can bring up things like that. It can bring up things like that with the people that you know around you. It can also bring up just reckless behavior that needs to be addressed, impatience, and also just a lot of immaturity that comes up and is in the air and everything. You can see that playing on a collective level. You can see that playing maybe within your own life. Again, it could be with people you know, it could be yourself, but these things are coming up so that they can be resolved before they become an even bigger issue and and on top of that we have a transit that hasn't happened in 20 years so the saturn square uranus situation is definitely going to amplify a few things and this is one of those transits where you know we are coming to a point where we're realizing that there's a tug of war going on in society and it can no longer be ignored and, and it has to be addressed just to give a little background the last time these planets squared was when saturn was in taurus and uranus was in its home of Aquarius and this happened twice in 1999 this happened around July and then November and then there was a third hit that happened May of 2000 so that was the last one here and that was the last time Saturn and Uranus got together in a square was since the year 2000 so it's been about 21 years so since it's been about 20 years or so we're seeing a buildup of things that have been accumulating between these two planets in other words situations that need major reform situations where things have been somewhat divisive situations where you know society has been at a tug of war and it's been from one extreme end to another Last year in 2020, these planets were connecting in a square. They were in a loose square, but since the opening of that Saturn-Pluto conjunction, these planets have been in square and it has been a buildup of things that need to change societally. It's been a buildup of the powers that be versus the people, which is something that comes up quite a bit when you get Saturn and Uranus together. When they're in a harmonious aspect, these things come up, but they come up in a very different way. And when they're in a hard aspect, aspect like a square you do get situations where it is where people are looking at those who have authority versus those who don't it's basically the big guy versus the little guy a lot of the time saturn rules the status quo and uranus rules what's new and innovative so with these two planets you've got people who are wanting to keep the old and outdated versus the new and updated versions of what we need as a society as a whole 
And all these tensions have been accumulating over the last couple of decades, and they've kind of just spilled over. And so you're seeing all of this Saturn Uranus stuff play out. And, and so through the rest of this year, we are going to be seeing these planets coming together and bringing up some of these situations. Some of the other themes that you can expect from this is it's going to definitely bring up situations where we're addressing the polarization of politics and other people's opinions and people feeling like they're entitled to your opinion, you know, situations where we're dealing with, you know, facts versus beliefs, especially with the South Node being in Sagittarius and the North Node being in Gemini. Those things are really going to come up in a polarizing way and have been already for some time, but they're definitely going to be more pronounced through this year with this transit. You're going to be seeing things where people are fighting to keep things the way they used to be. People are fighting for a tradition versus, you know, what where we need to go as a society. Another thing with this too, you will see a lot more accountability when it comes down to people being more responsible, meaning basically those who have positions of authority are going to be held accountable for actions and things that where they fell short or where they're not taking care of the people. It really is going to be a thing where people are holding those who are gatekeepers accountable and making sure they're reforming old systems that are no longer serving the people and that haven't served the people. So this is particularly interesting energy on a collective level, but on a personal level, these transits are going to definitely affect us on a personal level, depending on how it's aspecting things in your chart where you are going to find yourself taking more responsibility for the things that you need to change and the things that prevent you from growth, that prevent you from moving forward with your life, that prevent you from getting out of ruts or just taking responsibility or accountability for any actions that you've taken. It's really going to be a transit that's going to help you get out your comfort zone and break through barriers or self-imposed restrictions that you might have placed on yourself. Any old habits that you've had that's been holding you back, this is going to be a time to make some changes with that. And it could feel like you're hitting a brick wall. It could feel like sudden roadblocks when it comes down to things. And it could feel like, you know, you're having to kind of go head to head with certain people on certain issues regarding Saturnian things and Uranian things. So you will be reevaluating where you need to make commitments and where you need to break commitments that no longer work and no longer serve you or serve anyone else. So yeah, this is a hardcore transit. This is definitely a strong transit. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, the change is needed and it's necessary. And when you get through these changes, you come out on the other side, improved, better, upgraded and things like that. But it can be a gnarly transit. And we have three contacts with this transit this year. We have this one on the 17th of February. We have one on June 14th and we have the last one on Christmas Eve, December 24th. So this is going to be a year of really just getting things together, getting things in order and just finding ways to integrate the old systems in your life with the new systems of your life. So that way you can make it better and you're no longer at this tug of war with yourself and possibly society. On a brighter note, on the 18th, we have the sun going into Pisces. Happy birthday, Pisces! It's Pisces season! So this should put a more happy-go-lucky tone to the air with the Pisces energy, which is always nice. Pisces energy is all about just dreaminess, which is nice because after going through so many hardcore thoughts and being in your head and even having like that analysis paralysis, overthinking everything, it's nice to take a moment and just be reflective and just be calm and serene and, and escape a little bit into a fantasy land. 
This is why Pisces is the opposite of Virgo, because with Virgo energy, you get hardcore thoughts and thinking and just really just dealing with reality all of the time. And in Pisces, you don't have that. You have the opposite of that. And of course, there's a slippery slope when it comes down to both energies, when it comes down to Pisces energy and when it comes to Virgo energy. But every now and then, it's nice to take a little break from the hardcore stuff and just lose yourself just a little bit. Some of the themes we'll be feeling during Pisces season is there's a lot of psychic energy to the air. During Pisces season, I mean, if you're psychic, if you're intuitive, if you experience energies, you're going to feel these at any point in time. But there's just certain points in the year where just your intuition is on point. It's on fire and you're more sensitive to energies. And during Pisces season, for a lot of people, that that tends to happen. And, you know, the other points during the year generally are like October, Halloween time, Scorpio season. Really, the water seasons, the water sign seasons are the ones where a lot of people experience the most psychic abilities or just intuitive down loads and things like that. And with those psychic abilities, a lot of times in Pisces season, you experience interesting dreams, weird dreams, prophetic dreams, intuitive dreams, just one of those things where you could be sleeping and you're thinking about someone in your dream, you're dreaming about someone in your dream, not thinking about someone, you're dreaming about someone in your dream, and all of a sudden you wake up, you look at your phone, and you have messages from those people. Um, you see they commented on something on your social media or liked one of your pictures and things like that. It's just, it's really weird occurrences like those that happen during this time. And Neptune rules dreams, Pisces rules dreams. So don't at all be surprised if your dreams are a little bit weird this time of year. You're just overall more in tune to your intuitive side, to your gut instincts, to your senses. And so that could be a good thing. And, you know, it's a great time just to get in touch with all those things. It's a great time to show yourself more compassion and have more compassion for others because this sign rules that. And to make healthy sacrifices, I'm going to say healthy sacrifices because there is a slippery slope when it comes down to this energy, when it comes down to sacrifices or being overly compassionate, being too generous and things like that. But just making sure you have a fine balance because on the lower vibration, those things can be a downfall. So you want to be careful when it comes down to that. You want to be careful not to be self-sabotaging. And especially with escapism, as I was saying earlier, sometimes it's nice to escape, but you have to be careful when it comes down to that because there is a slippery slope when it comes down to this and you can find yourself down a rabbit hole when it comes to Pisces energy and you just don't want to do that. You don't want to escape with stimulants. You don't want to escape with drugs and things like that. Even food. Food is a thing. You know, that that's an addictive thing for people and some people use food to escape. So you just want to be careful with those things. And more so, try to be more aware of what's going on. Be Keep your energy protected as much as you possibly can because you can be open to energies because there is no boundaries when it comes down to this energy. And being open to energies is not a bad thing, but you just want to make sure you're not picking up low vibey energy from other people. And it can bring a veil of confusion. It can bring in some nervous energy, you know, so you could feel more anxious than normal. So do the best you can to balance out your energies um, during this Pisces season because there are some amazing things that you can tap into. And as I always say, when it comes down to Neptune transits or anything to do with Pisces, tune into your creative side. Do some art, you know, binge watch your favorite shows or movies because with Neptune energy, it has a lot to do with film and theater and things like that. So escape with those things. Music, again, is always good. And just anything creative to just get yourself balanced if you're feeling out of sorts and you need to ground in some sort of way. So enjoy this Pisces season, guys. 
on the 18th and the 19th, we've got some relationship stuff coming up. We have Venus making a semi-square with Chiron and we have Venus making a square with Mars. So on the 18th with that Venus semi-square Chiron, that's going to be one of those aspects where it is going to bring up some old feelings and just old wounds about your relationships, relationship issues that you might have had, areas where you might feel passed up by other people and old rejection issues that can have you telling yourself a story that's not true, that you're unworthy of love and you're just feeling inadequate or you're feeling like you lack certain qualities that other people may want. And you know, it's going to be one of those things where it is going to chip away at your self-esteem when this aspect comes up and it's coming up so that you can resolve these things the best way you can and start building up healthy self-esteem. Start looking at these situations as this relationship didn't work out for a reason. I didn't end up with this person for a reason. And I'm thankful for that because now I have an opportunity to meet someone who's better for me and not end up with someone that's completely wrong for me. So if you try to look at it in those ways, it can help with this because this is just a hard energy. It's hard when you start thinking of old things and old stories and just situations where you felt like you were picked last or you felt like you weren't even an option or you might have been second choice and things like that. It does bring those types of feelings up. So do the best you can with this energy hits and the opportunities that are going to come your way because you want a different direction and you didn't end up with that certain person that just wasn't right for you and how it's their loss. Then on the 19th, we have Mars and Venus coming together in a square. Venus is squaring Mars. And so the good thing about this is if you're in a relationship, if you're in a dating situation, this brings out a ton of passion. This brings out a ton of romance. It does make things intense. It does make things, it gives you that thrill, the chase vibe. It gives you that lusty vibe in a relationship. Sexual tension is at its peak when these things come up. So it can be situations like that that are coming up for you and not so much the uncomfortable stuff because this does bring up some uncomfortable stuff. And with that Chiron stuff that's in the air, it could bring up things where you might feel inadequate in your relationship or you don't feel as though that you were your partner's first choice. It could bring up petty vibes and petty situations and accusations within relationships. And, you know, it also can expose certain things within relationships as well, like hidden things, um, secrets, lies, infidelity, things like that. And it can even bring out a bit of a narcissistic side in a relationship here. And whether that's on the clinical level and whether that's on a more vain level, this can bring up those types of things. It, it could definitely bring up areas where you feel like you're not getting enough attention from your partner. And whether that's true or not, you're still going to feel that way. And it can bring up arguments where you're feeling like you need your ego stroke from your partner. So it brings up that kind of stuff. It is an interesting energy. And because it does bring in passion and it does bring in lovely romance. But at the same time, if you're on the other side of that and you're dealing with the lower vibration of this, it's coming up so you can fix these things and address these things within your relationship and within yourself. And on the 21st, Venus is making a semi-square with Pluto. So that's going to bring up some obsessiveness within relationships or obsessing over relationships, obsessing over a crush, obsessing over partners, and just things that you want and need to have in relationships, trying to gain the upper hand in relationships and dominance and things like that. So we've got a lot of relationship stuff going on during the weekend. And on top of that, Mercury is going direct at that point too. Mercury went into shadow on the 14th of January and went retrograde on the 30th. And so now on the 20th of February, we've got Mercury going direct. And so 
at least with this, you will have a bit more clarity when it comes down to situations involving relationships. Relationships have been a huge theme. We're dealing with the air signs. We're dealing with Aquarius and with Aquarius energy. A lot of this could have a lot to do with more platonic relationships, but certainly romantic relationships can come up as well here. It could be situations where you're in a group and you're having to deal with those things. It could be situations with your friendships that you're having to resolve and also areas where you need freedom and need to be more of an independent thinker and where you need to speak up and get yourself out of these ruts within certain relationships that you have and start moving forward or upgrading to a better situation. Also, how you can be more reliable, how you can be more consistent when it comes down to your relationships with other people as well, or just dealing with people who might be flaky, dealing with people who might be aloof and it's not working for you, or you know, you may be doing that to them and it's not working for them. And so this has a tendency to shake up things within relationships and really causes you to look at where you need to start finding the right types of people to be around, finding your tribe. Through this retrograde, it's all about learning the importance of how you relate to others and if they fit into the greater good of your life, if they support you and those types of things. And again, it could be dealings of all kinds. It could be relationships of all kinds. Mainly, again, in Aquarius energy, we deal with groups, we deal with friendships, we deal with networking situations and things like that. So it might have been more of those popping up, but it doesn't mean that there couldn't have been situations with family and spouses and things like that. Mercury goes out of shadow on the 12th of March. And so some of these themes that you've been dealing with since the 14th of January is going to come up still, but at least this time you will be going forward with more clarity. And at least this time you'll have a solution to what was bothering you, what type of problems needed to be resolved and where you needed to fix the things in your life that were lopsided. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later guys.